Welcome to the Snapshot Testimony Podcast, episode 63. I'm your host, Allie Domersant. Now, this is a podcast that explores the pivotal moments that shape a life of faith in Christ. This week's guest was saved as a teenager and eventually went on to become an ordained minister and a worship leader. Then he started slowly drifting. He describes a period of confusion and darkness where his heart really grew cold to the things of God. This went on for years until a near-death experience got his attention and brought him back to the Lord as a completely changed man. Here's Lewis's story. I was saved when I was 16 years old. Uh, I was uh, I was in trouble <laughs> on the streets of Chicago. I grew up on the west side of Chicago. And uh, subsequently, after getting saved, it was July 18th, 1986. Um, I started going to church, attending a Christian church. And time went by and I began to grow and develop and getting to know the Lord. And eventually I, I got into ministry years later. Yeah. And eventually, years later, I was ordained and I was a worship leader and was very, very involved. Um, however, I did I started a career in law enforcement. I became a police officer. Uh, that was back in 1995. Okay. And uh, I, I became a detective in 1999. And subsequently after that, I began to work violent crimes and homicides and all kinds of things of that nature. Yeah. Somewhere along those along that time, um, I kind of lost my way. I mm. I can't really it was a very dark time for me spiritually. And um years went by and I, I knew I was saved and I always had my faith in Jesus and things like that, but um I I I think I believe I went astray from from God's calling. Maybe yeah, it was a very confusing time for me, um, and during that time, my heart just grew cold. I just yeah. um, I just I can't really explain it. it. I just had a hard time feeling what I should feel. Okay, um, and what did that do to you as someone who had you'd been in in the Lord for a while? You'd been in ministry. Were you, was it scary? Like, I don't know what's happening to me, or was it just sort of a gradual drift where you even weren't even really aware? At first, I wasn't aware. It was years later when I was like, who am I? What have I become? Mm. Uh, it was it was scary because I knew the word of God, and yeah. I knew about God's love and loving others. I don't want to say I didn't love others. I just had a hard time feeling empathy and feeling people's pain. Um, and it, it was, it was a very confusing time for me as well. I mean, in the it, work you were doing probably didn't help. I mean, it, it, it probably didn't build a lot of empathy. I mean, you have to be pretty, pretty desensitized, right? I mean, to be able to yeah. even continue to do that kind of a kind of work. Yeah, yeah. The the department I worked for is is the third largest in the state of Illinois, and the volume of work in Cook County. I mean, it includes the city of Chicago. So the volume of work that we did was just incredible. It was just mind blowing, and the things that you saw on a regular basis were just so disturbing. Mm -hmm. I spent five years investigating crimes against children in a special unit with the federal uh, with the feds, wow. and that was devastating mentally and emotionally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I get emotional. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. It's still, it's still kind of, it's still 
it's still kind of like real. Um, yeah. So yes, and and having seen that type of material and having to um, testify in court about it uh, and things like that, it, it was just really hard, really hard on the on the uh, emotions and. Yeah. I know that had something to do with it, mm -hmm. but I can't tell you what the turning point was that really turned me around to, you know, to feel so cold hearted. Um, it leaked into my family. Um, I mean, my, my children and my home life, my marriage. I mean, it, it wasn't, it was something that was affecting me at home and in yeah. every area of my life. So that's, that's the darkness that I was experiencing. Yeah. When did things get brighter? You Do you remember a turning point where all of a sudden things weren't so dark anymore? Um, I retired in 2019. I, I, I worked for 25 years. And as soon as I turned 50 and I hit the 25-year mark, I ran out that door. Um, <laughs> I had other plans. I, I wanted to be a teacher. I went back to school. And I'm a teacher now. I'm here at school on my break. Oh. Uh, I teach criminal justice to high school students. That's awesome. Um, and so when COVID hit last January, 2022, I got COVID okay. and I got it so bad that I thought I was going to die. Um, I was in the hospital with pneumonia and, uh, that's where the turnaround came. Mm. Uh, I guess, um, the story of Jacob really, really hit me at that okay. point because it you know jacob was fleeing from from uh from his brother yeah and he was alone and 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 that's when god began to wrestle him and and the bible says that that uh an angel wrestled with him until all night yeah through the darkness and it wasn't jacob who was wrestling it was the angel wrestling with him and then the Bible says something like when he saw that he could not, I don't know, in my opinion, get Jacob's attention, he touched that hip area yeah. and caused pain. And that's probably what woke him up like, whoa, you know, I'm in I'm in a battle with God here. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's what happened to me. I think that God was trying to get my attention for a long time. And I wasn't seeing the signs that were in front of me. Yeah. I know God took me to that hospital bed. And, and it was there. It was there that I called on Jesus again. Mm. And uh, I made it. I made it through. And um, I noticed a big change after that. I began to feel pain for others again. I began to feel others suffering and I made, a com I made a covenant with God again. I'll do what you want me to do. Hmm. Um, I'll go where you want me to go, you know. Um, and that's where I'm at today. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting because you're, you know, you're a guy who's in touch with your emotions now. But you're, you're describing a totally different person prior to laying in that hospital bed. That you... You couldn't feel anything. And now yeah, even talking yeah. about it, you're you're overcome yeah. with emotion. Yes. That's the I work think, of the Lord, right? <laughs> yeah, I think the floodgates of emotions have opened up. I think I have a lot of stored up emotions that I need to yeah. let out still. And I'm yeah. happy about it because I, I yes, that's 
I, I, um, I had so many people praying for me. And, and um, at one point I called people that I felt that maybe I needed to make things right. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. And um, it was those prayers of people reaching out to me. And um, I was reading scriptures on Job and other scriptures. And, and people would call me citing the same scriptures that I was reading. Wow. I knew that wasn't a coincidence. I know God, he was reaching out to me. Yeah. He had not given up on me. And uh, I can't tell you the sense of gratitude I feel today. Mm. So, What do um, you remember from that, from that time in the hospital? It wasn't really fear of dying. I mean, no one wants to die. Right. And I, I, I wasn't necessarily afraid of dying. I was more afraid of living because it was a point where I was like, well, if I get through this, what, what am I supposed to learn from this now? Yeah. Uh, what does God want for me now? And three things went through my mind. I think it was the first one was, um, am I ready? That was the first uh, priority. Yeah. As I lay in that hospital bed, I, I was, Lord, if I'm not ready, please make me ready. Hmm. I need to be ready to, to meet you. If I'm going to meet you. Um, and I, I was just the best I could, just pouring it all out, confessing, um, opening up my heart to God because I wanted to be ready. Uh, the second thing was, um, am I okay with others? Are there people that I need to make things right with? Yeah. And I didn't really have anything really bad to say, like, you know, but just maybe someone that I may have hurt or someone may, I, may, I may have misspoken or something to that effect. And I started making some phone calls. Mm. And uh, and third was, am I leaving anything good behind? Something wow. good for people to remember me by. Um, that was huge for me. What am I leaving behind? And after I pulled through and the doctors are like, you're, you're pulling through, you're going to you're going to it looks like you're going to be OK. I was like, I can't, I can't live life the way I was and then end up asking myself these questions again. I need to make these changes now that I have this opportunity. Wow. I need to make these adjustments now because who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? Life is, you know how life is. Yeah. It's here one day and it's gone the next. Mm. So today I am living purposeful, purposefully. Yeah. Um, I listen to you guys every morning. I have a 45 minute drive. Oh, wow. Thank listen you. Listen to the boom crew every morning. <laughs> I didn't even know you guys existed. Really? Until when? Until I, until I started working here um, since August. Really? That's when I started listening to you guys. Yeah. Wow. What did I you think when you first started listening? Who are these crazy people? No, no. I, at first I was like, I need something to listen to on my way to work. And I, mm. I needed to be purposeful. I needed to be, I need to hear God's word somehow every morning. I need to hear it. And I downloaded this Bible app that sends me messages like, don't forget to pray at 7am every morning on my way to work. I'm listening to you guys. And the little app pops up and says, don't forget to pray. Yeah. And then I get the verse of the day and I just want to keep myself submerged in, in God's word because I know that's what's going to keep me afloat. Yeah. You know, I'm not out of the woods. I'm not 100 percent where I 
want to be and maybe I never will be, but at least I'm moving in that direction now. Yeah. And I want to do God's will, um, whatever that looks like. I just want to do God's will. If it took that to get me to this place, then I'm grateful. And so that last question that you wrestled with of what am I leaving behind? I think a lot of people wrestle with that. Like, what's my, my what's my legacy or what, yes. you know, will, does, did my life count for anything? Well, I didn't really know what I was leaving behind at the time. If, if God was to take me at the moment. And I think that that was an awakening for a conscious reminder that every day could be any, any day of every day could be your last day. Yeah. And how about working on um, that now? And, and how does that look now? It is reaching out to others every day, one way or another, at home, here at school, or wherever I am. Snapshot Testimony is a Moody Radio podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'm going to ask for a favor. If I could get five of you to take an extra minute to write a review, I would really appreciate it. These reviews are one of the first things potential listeners look at when trying to see if a podcast is worth their time. I appreciate your support. I'm your host, Allie Domersant, and together we're sharing the moments that shape a life of faith in Christ. Thanks for listening.